three, four. The Common Counterpart. Welcome to episode 19 of The Common Counterpart. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm Josh. 19's a prime number. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's great to know. Um, I don't know much, but what I do know is I do not care about prime numbers. Yeah, you do. Mm, name another prime number. 17. What about seven? Yes. Yeah. What's that, math? Yeah. It's the, uh, the uh, Fibonacci sequence. It's the little eggshell curly cue. I don't know anything about that. Okay, I'll draw you a picture a little bit later. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, we are back for part two of what I didn't think was going to be such a long episode last oh. week on water, but it's, you knew, huh? Yeah, it's, it's your, I don't know if it's your, the fact that you're young. I don't know if it's the fact that you're a social science guy. Mm. Um, but dude, water, water is that thing that when everyone's running for how are you going to make your fortune, the old guys are running to water. They, they know exactly how valuable it is. It's like water and oil. Yeah, you'd always go for, you think you'd want oil. Right. But no, you really want to pay for the water. I mean, how many episodes of water do you think you could actually do if we did a series? Oh, that's a good like question. Like 20 episodes probably, huh? I probably could. That's insane. I mean, the technology now to collect water, uh, the laws. I mean, it's, it's, it's just as kind of what makes it so universal. Mm -hmm. Is that every, actually, technically, I think almost every episode we could have a segment called mm -hmm. the water segment for that particular episode. Our, our, our three listeners could let us know if they th think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I think it's after a while, it's just like, yeah, you need water. Yeah, right. you need water. Well, yeah, you need water. Here's what's interesting. So, you know, we, there was a time when nobody ate chocolate, right? There was a time when... Um, Coffee. Nobody drank coffee, right? But since life has existed on this planet, every living thing requires water. And there's only a certain amount of water that has existed and will ever exist on this planet. Yeah, that, that part, it makes it kind of trippy. It, it is a, we have lived through this sort of exponential growth in everything, except water, you can't do that. You have to find it in different places, and you have to figure out ways to recycle it, but you're never going to get more water. It's funny, because I almost don't believe you. <laughs> like, like I'd be, I just don't want to, because right. then I think it becomes real. Like... Uh -huh. You know, with the amount of global warming, the mm -hmm. amount of how much fresh water we're losing, w w going and looking at these lakes that have mm -hmm. these old rim levels that are, are far below now because there's just no water. Mm -hmm. And to think that we have survived with a finite amount of water on this earth for this long, mm -hmm. it, it honestly doesn't make sense. It, it, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. What also doesn't make sense is uh, you have to live in a certain place to be able to get the water. And we talked about this last week where um, for the longest time, people had to live where the water was. And now if you have enough money um, and a good lawyer, you can make government and industry bring the water to you. Yeah, that's another thing I think. I'm, I, it is probably because I'm so young and I'm just not in the industry, but just the idea of making sure that you have you can secure water mm -hmm. like hey you can go buy that land out there but you know there's no water 
Right. Like that to me, I don't know. I just feel like you just, you know, there's a spout somewhere. You just turn it and the water comes out. Well, there's a, there's a little spot out here um, on the other side of Millerton Lake. I think it's, it was supposed to be called Rio Mesa. And they wanted to make a neat little planned community, everything. Houses, parks, schools, shopping centers, everything. And the only reason they didn't build it is they didn't have the water. They couldn't get reliable water out there. It, it's scary that that could be that could be what ends the whole thing. Oh, totally. The whole Earth experiment yeah. could end not because of global domination, not because of nuclear war, not because of aliens, but because, oops, mm-hmm. we drank too much water. <laughs> How insane is that? I mean, I don't think, I, it's a little bit simple. But, yeah, but, and the nice thing about drinking too much water is you will have to pee that water out. And the person who can figure that out mm-hmm. in a very effective, non-gross, efficient way. It's done. No, yeah, but you know, they have like those, like, you ever seen those uh, kits for like when you go hiking Mm -hmm. and stuff and you know, hey, put your water through this, it will get all the leach. I I don't trust it. It works. I don't trust it. You've seen the straws? Yeah, the straws. That's it. That is so, you would do it? I've done it. You could get dysentery and die. Right. If that company sucks. Well, so you've got to buy a certain filter, but then just to be safe, you throw in some iodine and that will kill the Giardia. I don't trust it at yeah. all. But people do, obviously, because yeah. they're doing it every day. Well, so let me ask you this. Did you drink water today? I did. Where did it come from? God. <laughs> <laughs> um, a bottle. A bottle. I had bottled water right, today. Right, but that water came from someplace. That water at some point was another creature's urine. That can't be the case. Yeah, absolutely. Always? Always. Finite water. Talking like a whale? Yeah. Well, Okay. I, as a science teacher, I love this um, picture. It's of a guy um, walking through a forest. Second picture, eating an a- picking an apple. Third picture, eating an apple. Um, fourth picture, taking a dump next to an apple tree. Last picture, apple tree has more apples on it. In the middle of the cycle, it says, we've been recycling for years. So good. <laughs> so simple. That's all it is. It's just molecular breakdown and rebuilding of of things do you find the poster offensive because of how simple it is no i feel like that belongs in like a kindergarten classroom it really does but also it's at the level that i can understand so Mm -hmm. i I can appreciate it i think people don't understand how simple recycling is and how the, the the food you eat becomes the fertilizer for the food you grow so that you can eat that food or feed that food to you know the cows or the chickens or whatever um, and you're right. We are, I don't know. I, th- again, back to the, the, the aluminum sombrero. I think there's a design. I think there are people who financially benefit when they separate us from understanding the natural world. That's been happening forever though. Right. The power, right. Haves have nots mm-hmm. power again. Now, when I think about the argument and the crazy argument that we made for farming of like, dude, left to our own knowledge of farming mm-hmm. like a lot of us are gonna die right imagine that same scenario but go find your own water so as you're saying that i'm thinking to myself i'd be a lot nicer to a lot more people because you don't know who's got the water and when you're gonna need some exactly so typical me running around being all judgmental and, and, and pissy and i find out six months later my well's dry and the guy that I was talking bad about is the guy that has all the water. He is. He has your fate 
Absolutely. In maybe, his hands. And maybe that's why when you go to a farmer's market, everyone's really cool. Like you never know when you're going to need to borrow something. Like some bags or something. Yeah, or or hey, hey, you got a 20. I'm trying to break this 100, <laughs> that whole thing. When was the last time you borrowed something from your neighbor? Never. You've never done it? I don't think so. You know, years ago, I actually went across the street to don't say sugar. Borrow a don't cup say sugar. of sugar. You're, I totally you, did. What are I you did. making? I, I, I don't make anything. Right. Your wife's making I, I think cookies? I it was cookies or she was making preserves. It, it's, you know? been, it's been a long time since I think, and it, it wasn't me, it was my wife. Mm-hmm. And it was something super essential for dinner. Like we need, we had no oil or something. So right. like we're not going to be able to cook. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't like to borrow things from people. Really? Because it, 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 it makes me feel like I owe them. Uh, and and that's a lot of responsibility. It hangs over my head, mm-hmm. except for when I borrow books from you, because <laughs> then I just they just become I nice think, ornaments uh, on my shelf. There's a lot of psychologists who would have a field day. I think there with is that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going. We're on We're gonna there. crack that melon open and, and 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 dig in. Yes, but back to water. So we laid out the problem of California, one of the many problems of California mm-hmm. last week, and it is sort of. I was thinking about it more during the week. It, it's almost like one of those volcanoes. You know how they keep warning us that these volcanoes are really close? And you believe in volcanoes? I do. Okay. I think they're real. I'm not sure they actually ever explode, though. I've never seen one. When were you born? I was 87. When was Mount St. Helens? 81. Uh, yeah. Dude, 81? I think 81 was Mount St. Helens and the space shuttle blew up. Challenger? I think so. No, Challenger was... Man, I should know that. I thought Challenger was in the 90s. No. I, I was in elementary school. Hmm. You weren't even born yet. What do you know? I don't know anything. <laughs> but it's, I think it's the idea of, of like volcanoes of like, hey, it's due. The big one, yeah. It's due. It's due. And it's like California, like it's due. Mm-hmm. Like at some point, it's just going to erupt. And thinking about it as someone who lives here, I'm like, man, wh- am I going to be okay? And I, and again, it's probably one of those fear things that you you probably would yeah. be fine. Very much like the drought here, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I still have water. Yeah. Everything's okay. But this California experiment, if you want to make money, you got to be the solution guy. I like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're aluminum sombrero, you make the problem, and then you make the solution. It's interesting that you make fun of me for being a conspiracy theory, but you're already thinking. Well, I do think that some of that does exist. You, I think the most powerful people are sadistic and i think they create problems that they know they have the answer to right but you you only create the problem when you've got the answer locked it's gotta be it's gotta be a hundred percent nails you ever played um oh it's that card game uh hearts Mm, yeah you You know you have it and you you shoot the moon yeah oh it feels so good you ever done that and and missed it by one oh no i probably would never (laughs) play again it, hurt. it does hurt yeah so we got to talk about solutions this week okay we cannot leave these californians in doomsday, rushing to buy all of the bottled water again. The, the solution might be worse than the problem. How so? Well, like I said, water is recycled. And so what a lot of us think happens is whether it's irrigation, whether it's the water we wash our cars, our clothes, we drink with, we cook with, eventually it goes down a drain, right? And we just think it's gone. And it very, It's like Ninja Turtles. It just goes down just goes into the sewers. <laughs> And then just ends up in the ocean. Right. And then eventually, the Ninja Turtles show back up the following up, following week. Right. Right. Um, but that water has to go someplace. 
Um, Where does it go? Okay. That's a great question. I honestly don't know because I don't have to know. The same way that I don't care where my trash goes <laughs> as long as it goes very far away from my house. This is the problem. Exactly. We've been separated from a system that if we had to, if we had to deal with our own trash, if we, you had to pay per ounce, per pound, to have your green, blue, and gray garbage can handled on a weekly basis, you would be much more careful with what you threw away and how you threw it away. But I don't even like that. I like you are responsible for getting rid of it. Who's responsible? Just somebody else? I am. Got it. Yeah. What do you do with that? With, with the trash or the water you're saying? Well, here, let's talk about the water. So uh, when it comes to water, so any sort of irrigation water is being put on the crops, in the soil, and, it, and it's just used by the plants. The majority of that water, however, just seeps through the soil and eventually winds up going back down into the groundwater and hopefully gets used again. Do we know how much of it goes up? Isn't there like e a evaporation? Pretty, yeah. yeah, it's a large amount. Is it like mm -hmm. to the point where you, sh I mean, if you're not watering before the sun comes up, you shouldn't even water? That's a good question. I, I always go super early because I feel like I'm getting more bang for mm -hmm. my buck, but I don't know if that's actually ever true. And then I get... Uh, some lady in my old neighborhood, I would water in the evening when the sun went down, and she yelled at me because she said that it promotes fungus. I don't know if I trust that. I don't either. She was never very stable. She never spoke to me unless she had something to complain about. Which is probably a lot. Yeah. So it goes under the water. It goes under, under the yeah. water. Under the ground. Into the ground. Um, and again, the vast majority of, of the water in California is used for ag, right? So you're never going to see it anyways. On, on the plant, it goes down into, down into the ground. But the water that seems to get, it's, it's that single-use phenomenon, right? You, you wash your hands. You brush your teeth. You, you rinse the vegetables. You wash your car. Uh, you make water balloons, right? Um, now that, depending upon what, what, what you're using that water for, there's gray water and there's brown water. Okay, brown water is toilet water. And that goes into the sewer systems and it's treated. And what a lot of people don't realize is that water, I mean, you ever thought about how much water there is when you flush a toilet? It's a lot. It Even is. if you have like the nice ones that, mm -hmm. you know, they got the two different buttons on them. Oh, that's interesting because here we are at Casa de Tacket and you do have a fancy toilet. I mean, humble brag. <laughs> it was already there when I got there. Don't be fooled. I did not put that in. Uh, I always hit the double flush button. It's so rude. Just because I can. Just America. It's not my Just water. America. <laughs> um, so that water gets treated. That, yes. Okay, so I hear about these treatment plants all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining just a large Brita filter that just all of it runs through. You're, all of the waste becomes fertilizer. It does now. Yeah. And, and all of the water gets pushed back out again. Yeah. Is that the simplified mm -hmm. version of what takes place? Yep, there's a physical treatment, there's a chemical treatment, and there's a biological treatment. Now, does any of that water end up in my mouth? Eventually, yes. Wow, we yeah. get it that clean. We're pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, now, here's the scary part. We can clean out the solids, right? And I don't want to be too graphic. Yeah, that one's can, easy. Okay. Um, we can um, get rid of any pathogen or bacteria, okay? And we can get rid of certain chemicals that we don't want in river water, lake water, you know, nitrates, sulfates, fertilizers. And eventually, once it's been cleaned, it's gone through this what we call a primary, then a secondary, then a tertiary treatment. It gets dumped into a ponding basin or a river um, or, you know, coming out to your place, uh, there's that big old 
uh, spot by the by the college where they just dump a whole bunch of water. Oh yeah, leaky acres. I think they call it. They'll put they'll put it there. But that's that is doesn't that almost always go to ag if it goes into these ponding basins? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I, well, I think it's also there to recharge. Uh, oh, okay. So the there's table. a pro, there's a process that takes place. Yeah. Um, here's a trip. One of the things that we can't clean out of the water is the chemicals that we are uh, consuming. And the big one is pharmaceuticals, uh, birth control pills, uh, artificial ingredients in our food. We're finding that there's a lot of that stuff entering the environment because when our wastewater is treated, the pharmaceuticals and the artificial flavorings and, and, and you know soy and some of these preservatives – they can't be filtered or treated. And so if I have me some Captain Crunch, my yellow number five is not... It's possible that some of those chemicals wind up in nature. And yellow number five is not a natural chemical. And so, so we're hoping that when we put it out into the environment, it will either break down on its own or there's some microbe or plant that can process that and break those chemicals down. Have we seen an issue so far where like, man, this particular thing is becoming a major problem? Birth control pills. What what do you know what the chemical is offhand? Well, it's, I mean, it's, well they're they're. I really appreciate the questions because I'm feeling really smart right well, now. Well, I don't know anything <laughs> about this. This is so. Um, uh, the estrogen and progesterone in birth control pills are metabolized by the person taking it, and then there are these things called metabolites that are peed out, uh-huh. and um, they mimic sex hormones, and so fish, amphibians, and some reptiles are very susceptible to an increase of these chemicals. And so we're seeing an increase of hermaphroditic, real word, look it up, um, of frogs, amphibians, and some fish. And they're equating that directly to these birth control pills in the water? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And the increase in soy. And this, I know, do we have, we have a a couple conspiracy fans. We do, we do. do. And I'm sure they're gonna look, they're gonna, you know, check my sources. I'll let you go off on it for a second, go ahead. But the overuse of soy because soy is metabolized in the body and produces estrogen-like metabolites and so when you see that pasty white kid who can't put his arms down looks like the michelin man um and mom's just pumping him full of 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 chemicals you know soy almond milk and soy milk and and it's it's the, the body doesn't quite know how to handle all of those those Sex hormones and nature doesn't as well as that no. water is going to yeah. that. So that I mean, especially it, the quantity. Yeah. So are we talking about like, oh, that's interesting, or are we talking about like, dude, something needs to change because this could get real bad real quick? Because the amount of birth control in this country is mm-hmm. crazy high. Yeah. yeah. But again, man, I, I never get to take the sombrero off. <laughs> it's a tough job, dude. Um, but someone's got to do it. But no, you're you're right. We we are constantly improving the lives of humans by throwing nature off its equilibrium i i've never heard the birth control thing that's super interesting mm-hmm. but it does make sense that we we there typically is always a trade-off where you can never get anything to go exactly back to the way it was right right it's natural state mm-hmm. even when we do you know solar energy and and all of those things there has to be a trade-off at some point and if we're treating yeah. the water it's fantastic at a cost mm-hmm. now again you want to be the money maker, figure out how to turn that problem mm-hmm. into a different problem, right? Because you're, you're probably not going to get the problem to go away. Mm-mm. If it sounds like an expensive problem to do, if we haven't figured it out yet. But 
So that water ends up, possibly could end up in my drinking water. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Now, yeah. And I don't know, maybe we've got some water chemists out there or people who know some people who are related to like the water quality board. But yeah, I would have to imagine, you know, we can test for lead, we can test for carcinogens, we can test for, but there are literally, forgive me, millions of chemicals out there that we just can't test. For. You can't test for every chemical. Right. I mean, that's, it, it's not cost effective, mm -hmm. number one, and no. it definitely not time effective. No. Or time effective? Time efficient? Time efficient. efficient. It's not efficient. No. Um, okay. So there, that's one thing that happens. Mm -hmm. So what about, now, are you a water off when you brush the teeth, wash the, wash the hands? I do not use water when I brush my teeth. Ever? Ever. You're a dry brusher? And, don't tell anybody, I don't wash my hair with shampoo either. You're a Neanderthal. I'm going, I'm going a little... I'm going a little nature, a little native. Have you heard of people that actually, while they're in the shower, turn the water off and on? Yes. Those are serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. I've never understood. How about you just take a faster shower? <laughs> it's so much work to oh turn gosh. it on and off. And I'm so, I've done that a couple times. You know, you're at a, like a vacation place. You don't want to waste all the hot water. Yeah, or you know turn. there's only a little bit of hot water yeah. left. Yeah. So I've done it. And I'm in a bad mood it's, when I come out of the shower. It, it is a whole different experience. Mm -hmm. Now, I am not a uh, water-off uh, toothbrusher. And I, I You're just... You're supposed to brush your teeth for like two or three minutes. I know. It's really, it's really bad. I, now, here's what I do, though. And I'm not sure this is my cop-out. I do turn it so that it is only slightly running. Like, I, it's so... It's weird. I literally okay. could just turn it all the way off. I'm yeah. touching it already. I'm turning it down. Okay. But I like to have, I don't know, it's like my security blanket. I, I need to have a little bit of a water drip while I brush my teeth. What if we got you an app that just Mimic. sounded... It just mimicked. <laughs> that is weird. It's weird. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my hangup. So... Well, that's not your only one, by the way. I have many. That's another episode. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about fixing these problems. Got it. Because... And we're really going to focus on Southern California. I think the ag is its own thing. Mm -hmm. it, we're, LA is not dealing with the issues that we're dealing with in, in terms of water. It's different water yeah. problems, but I, I think people will be more interested in that because it's more about people. Yeah. And we know that LA is too big. We know San Diego is too big. Mm -hmm. They have really in the last, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years, really been trying to figure out a way to stop the california bubble from bursting okay right and reusing water makes the most sense mm -hmm. the other thing that makes a lot of sense is using the water from the ocean yeah and that's a big one that's i call that the dumb answer yeah because people are like well there's plenty of water we just again need to brita filter the sand out, the the salt out of it right so but i do have to ask you how much energy so to do that requires energy uh, and you have to produce a lot of heat, and the easiest way to do that is to burn something. So you're probably going to have to burn petro, gas, oil, coal, something. But what about solar? Okay, well, now you're, you're digging up more stuff to, to make solar panels, and solar only works when the sun's out, and you're going to have to desalinate 24-7. The other people don't consider is when you pull the, wa the, the salt water out of the ocean and you reverse engineer what nature's already done it's going to cost a lot of energy a lot of money it's going to take up a lot of space 
And then, my friend, my question is, what do you do with the salt? You sell it to Morton's, and <laughs> it know, becomes it, table salt. No, because... because Okay, so not the same salt, right? Right. Am I correct in that? Correct. Morton's is Listen, it's N-A-S... L? Oh my gosh, it hurts. No, what is it? It's cute when you try. No, no, no. I used to know what it is. You, table salt is yeah. it's a it's a double compound. It, it, it's two things. Well, you, you knew you knew it's Na, right? Isn't Na, Na the start? Is sodium? Yeah. Oh man, it's something, and I'm gonna know it as soon as you say it. What's the other part? I'm not telling you. Ah, I need to no, know. No, no, because you do this to me all the time, and now I'm gonna do it. No, <laughs> I need to know what it is. Sodium chloride. NaCl. There you go. Three. Mm-hmm. Who's your chemistry? Is it teacher? three? No, just Dang NaCl. It. All right, NaCl. I got a C in chemistry. Uh, shout out to Mister Heasley. <laughs> um, okay, so you have extra salt. Now, is that a serious problem? Serious problem. More than people think, because I'm yes. like, don't do that. Just well, put it in a silo. Well, how much? How this. much salt could it actually be? Well, what if we just sprinkle the salt in your backyard? Well, no, I'm not saying put it on my plants. Why not? I'm going to kill all my stuff. Right, but that's the problem. You can't store silos. Like corn. For what? You, but you, you store corn because you're going to sell the corn. You're not going to sell the salt. Now, the hipsters are going to buy a little bit of sea salt. Now, people need sea salt. That's novelty. But also keep in mind, the ocean is really nothing more than a fish toilet. Shout out to the surf punks because that was a lyric from one of their songs. Nice. Um, you're right. I mean, they're right. It's not just salt. Mm-hmm. If it was just salt, it'd be an easier problem to fix. Uh, there's a lot of other things i mean we just talked about how much garbage was in the ocean yeah microplastics right so i mean you're really not in uh oil gasoline yeah all the boats actually i think dealing with petroleum in the water is easier than dealing with the salt interesting Mm -hmm. so it's probably a stupid question there are no stupid questions if you took a gallon of salt water Mm -hmm. and i don't even know if you even know the conversion rate or if there is one and you desalinated it Mm -hmm. how much salt would you get out of a gallon? A gallon of water. Uh, Just ballpark me. Uh, uh, I mean, gosh, probably a cup. A cup? Okay. And, okay, I get it, guys. I asked him on the spot. Don't fact check him. <laughs> it's a cup and a half. Okay, whatever. Okay, so it is a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm, see, I was thinking you would get, like, you know, a couple grains. No, I could tell you uh, uh, if you have because Americans don't like the metric system. And, hate the metric system. Right. It's not American. And you know, that's why we don't do the metric system because we're American. We don't have it's to. It's not American. You uh, know what I just looked up today? What? My weight in stones. Stones. A stone is 14 pounds. And it's the British measure of weight. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, but a pound, wait, but a pound is money. Well, we're talking wait. like weight, weight. So the conversion rate between a pound, an LB uh-huh. and a stone, okay. 14 pounds. Or sorry, 14. Yeah, 14 pounds is one stone. Got it. So you weigh like, I weigh like 17.185 stones. So I, when I get over to the doctor next time, I'm going to request stones. stones. Yeah. Got it. Anyway, we're talking about measurements. Great way to lose weight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So the salt's a big issue. Mm-hmm. But they are doing it. They are. And, they and they're doing it in the Middle East as well. Right. Because guess what the Middle East has a crap ton of? Money. Money and, come on now, Middle East, dinosaurs. Oil. Oil. Very good. So they, they've got. And the- you know they don't have? Water, water, water. <laughs> fresh water. Who's jealous now? Yeah, fresh water. Uh, so yeah, I mean they are doing it, but I brought, I bring this up because San Diego, and I specifically think it's Carlsbad, mm-hmm. is trying to create one of these really large um, potable water reusable systems, and Re- reusable, Renew- renewable, renewable. Sorry, so two different things. Are they desalinating or are they doing the holy grail of t- toilet to tap? So toilet to tap, why don't you explain 
what that is because you remember this. Uh-huh. I was obviously not in the environmental science game back then, so I don't remember. By the what way, it we've is. been doing toilet to tap since we invented toilets. But also, can we just acknowledge that it is a terrible name for a program? But it Absolutely. is kind of catchy. It is. Well, it literally sounds like you're scooping toilet water out and then yeah. putting it in a glass and drinking it. Yeah. But the concept isn't that far from that. Well, let me ask you this. Um, you ever picked onions off your hamburger? Yes. That's exactly what toilet tap is. We're just taking the stuff out of the water that nobody wants to drink, and we're giving you the water. And you're like, ew, gross, my water touched something. Your water always touches something. Yeah. I mean, I was watching um, some interviews from w- in L.A. when they were doing this whole toilet to tap thing, and everybody undoubtedly as soon as they heard it was like absolutely not i would Mm -hmm. never do that i that's disgusting i Mm -hmm. wouldn't want any part of that and then what they did is they gave them water samples Mm -hmm. and they said hey taste this water and like that's really good yeah and yeah i mean obviously it was cleaned yeah like there has to be a standard it's not just like jim out back is running it through some beeswax and then like just sending it back yeah i think don't you use beeswax to uh to filter no, I use it as a chapstick. No, what are those things? The the, the honeycombs? Um, not a honeycomb. Oh, it's like p- wax paper, but it's like it's like beeswax. There's something on okay. it. Please, uh, commenters. Oh, I'll have please. to show it to you. I actually could be really wrong. Do I don't you, know why I do thought it was beeswax. Do you think maybe it's time for us to hire a fact checker? We do need a we need a you need a young Jamie <laughs> to fact to fact check us because I don't know what I'm talking about. We'll be taking uh, uh, applications. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yes, reusing the water. And what they found is that the water was way cleaner uh-huh. than the water that was even coming from some bottles. Well, because bottled water does not have to... Pass certain inspections, exactly. right? Compared yeah. to... I mean, can you imagine the city of Los Angeles giving everybody Giardia? Yeah. you know, Like, I'd, oh, sorry, we didn't clean it well enough. Sorry, but I'd be okay with it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of big cities. Yeah, but they didn't do anything to you. They're just yeah, living They're there. taking my water, son. They are taking your water. Um, they're also giving my state a really, really bad name. Mm, yeah, that's fair. So here's a... Uh, but this is in 2021. So I actually yeah. haven't double-checked on this, but mm-hmm. it's supposed to open in 2021. Okay. Uh, and it's going to provide 15% of the region's water supply by 2035. Perfect. That's a lot. Yeah. That's But that's might be... I don't think it's going to get rid of the bubble, but it will at least push it farther down the road yeah. before it pops. So let me ask you this. I would have never assumed a guy like Elon Musk would have ever existed. I would have never assumed that you could make money as a Snapchat or Twitter guy, right? I mean, my... Like an influencer. Yeah, and just okay. the, 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 the entrepreneurial world is oh, so yeah, much yeah. different than I would have ever expected. I've, I thought Elon Musk was a nut the moment he came on scene, and now I'm just realizing he's a time traveler. Well, he is a nut. Yeah, but he came from the future, and he is bringing technology that is, is his, his brain doesn't see a a, 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 a stop sign. No, it didn't. We didn't. Was it the Rogan episode when he's like, "It's it's exhausting." Yeah, talking to him because it just it never stops. Mm-hmm. But he's the guy who eventually will 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 come to your house, and he will attach. Sp- pipes and filters and stuff to all of your outgoing water spouts and you'll just recycle your own water Dude, I in s- the home. Okay, so I saw that. I sent it to my wife because I'm like, wow, this would be great. And she goes, are you going to do that? And I'm like, well, no. I don't know how to do any of that. Yeah. But it'd be pretty cool. There was a guy who was sending his... How come you're not sending me this stuff? Because it's on Instagram, old man. But just take a picture. Listen, Boomer, it was Send a video. Send me an email. It was a video. <laughs> so he was washing dishes in his sink and the water, literally he flipped 
like a switch and it, he watched the water. He went all the way outside and uh-huh. then went to his garden. Yeah, and great I'm like, water. And I'm like, that's genius. Yeah. One, that's a lot of us couldn't do that. But imagine the market for housing developers $10, to do it well, pri- as they do it, yeah. as they build it, though. Prior to COVID, it was an additional $10,000 to install a gray water tank in your backyard, and that's exactly what it did. Uh, sink water, I think shower water, but not dish, not dishwasher or clothes washer. And it would just store it, and you could, you could put that on your garden. I mean, we have to get there, right? Yeah. I mean, the same way that I feel like solar is, is now like almost a non, it's not, well, it is a non-negotiable, right? All yeah. the new houses have to have solar. I think that's the next step. What's embarrassing is it hasn't been a step already. Well, because we're not suffering yet, right? But we, but we, they know that we, we technically have been, but mm-hmm. you're right. I think it's, well, we don't know that we're suffering, mm-hmm. but if, imagine if we would have started in the nineties with all right. these new construction saying, Hey, this is going to be our new thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's been hot here, right? Like yeah. it didn't just get hot in the 2000s. Yeah. It's, it's been a dry desert for a long time. But one of the things with Cal and, and I don't even know if we've got folks outside of California listening to this thing. There are a lot of people who just think California is full of pretty people at the beach. Um, but if you've ever driven through the valley, <laughs> you know that that's not the case. And most of the valley is full of uh, low middle class, you know, blue collar uh, workers and a lot of immigrant families. Still. Yeah. So the technology you can't you can't throw that kind of technology on new construction because now you've just eliminated. Uh, a vast majority of people who might have been able to buy your house. Dude, I'm te- I know you you have a house with solar. I'm terrified to put solar on my house because I don't know what that's going to do to selling it. It's a weird thing, right? It's a weird yeah. it's it's a weird add-on. And and those types of things where you would automatically go, "Oh, well government subsidies. Like mm-hmm. they should be getting involved." And yeah. I was trying to figure out what else they were doing because I've made the, the argument. Government? No, oh. <laughs> I've, I've, these cities. I've oh. made the argument for a while that, and we talked about this in the farming episode. Nobody should have a lawn. Yeah. And by the way, yours is looking great. It, yeah. <laughs> even though I shouldn't have it. So one of the things that they started doing, I want to say, it was in 2015, 14 or 15. There, all these initiatives started coming out that if you removed your front yard, the mm-hmm. grass in your front yard, this is in Southern California only, and you made it into sort of one of those desert kind of things, mm-hmm. uh, the government would give you money. Well, they'd pay for you to do it. Right. And, and then you would obviously save. And they, they were arguing that you would save over you know $2,000 a year on water or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And people began to do this. And in a program like this, like, you know, somebody has to be the first one through the wall. Yeah. And then once you see it on your neighbor's house, you're like, well, that's not that bad. Maybe mm-hmm. I could do it. Well, maybe I could do it. And then they started doing it and doing it. And people started taking advantage of it because they saw how much money they were saving. Right. And especially in an area like Southern California where water, you know, isn't even yours, you definitely should not even get along. Right. But what happens is that they started taking the rebates away. Mm-hmm. which happens all the time yeah. where the government will offer you solar was the same way. Remember when solar first came out Oh yeah, and they were like, you can get all the government's going to pay for this and this, and you get yeah. all these rebates and everything. And then by the time people got their finances in order, figured their stuff out, they're like, okay, I'm ready. They're like, oh yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Right. And the rebate when you, over the life of the, the solar, the rebate wasn't worth it. No. And so what I read is that over 200 million square feet of grass in Southern California was removed during that time. Mm-hmm. That's a big win. Yeah. Except for when you look around and you're like, 
oh, there's a lot of golf courses left. I was just going to say that. Like, we can't be doing that stuff. No. And it goes back to haves and have-nots. Can we incentivize those people over there to get rid of their lawn so that us people over here have access to keep our resorts, country clubs, you know, the lawn green? Right. And the, the, it's the most ironic thing from an airplane, Palm Springs, Las Vegas. Yeah. Two areas that absolutely should not have golf courses. Yeah. Two areas that have no water. Yet that's because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you can claim environmentalism all you want, but dollar signs are also green, mm-hmm. and people are going to do what they can to make money. But you, hey, you've been to Arizona a couple times, right? Yeah, there's a lot there too. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I can't I can't imagine, but I, I guess I don't know the inner workings of, you know, golf courses. But whatever the fees they're getting paid in their mm-hmm. month in their memberships. Yeah. I mean, obviously it has to outweigh what it's costing in water, but mm-hmm. it's so hard for me to believe that when I yeah. look at where these golf courses are and how much water they're actually taking. Now, and here's, here's something to consider. Uh, the wife and I, where did we go the other day? I forget. We were driving someplace, um, and it was dry. You know, I'm used to certain parts of town where water is used to um, irrigate the green belts, the, the, the trees on the side of the street or the bushes. And uh, we were someplace where they weren't doing that. There wasn't any green on the side of the street. And I didn't like it because I'm used to those green belts. Um, It would be a huge cultural shift, especially in California, for people to go down the street and they would no longer see those boulevard trees or those uh, big old bushes that used to be on the side of the freeway. I think you get I think you get used to it though. Yeah. Like I think in Southern California you're like, wow, there's just no lawns here. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. I mean you also gotta think about the residual that comes with that. You don't need a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. You don't there's all these other things that you don't necessarily need anymore when you make choices like that. Uh unintended consequence. If we all get woke and we all take out our lawns, do we still pay the yard guys to take care of our yard? That's a tough sell. By the way, you know, you know what else you can't, you, you can take your lawn out and you can put in drought tolerant bushes. Do you know what you can't do in your front yard? You can't farm. You can't plant herbs and cabbage and carrots. You cannot plant an edible garden in your front yard. That cannot be true. It is true. I lived across the street from some immigrant uh, uh, folks who came over and they completely maximized their backyard and they started growing uh, herbs in the in the front yard and somebody called the city. Are we talking herbs or are we talking herbs? We're talking um, edible herbs to make your spaghetti sauce gotcha. taste better. Got you. Uh, but they weren't Italian, so I doubt they were cooking spaghetti sauce. So if people come to my house, uh-huh. I'm going to be in some trouble. No, you're not, you're not growing anything edible. We got some basil out there. We got a couple things. Yeah, but it's sprinkled in. Okay. Can so you imagine if you if I you're talking out? like lines of cotton out there? Like I like I'd have I'd have <laughs> major I'd have major issues. Yeah, so that's a really good look by the yeah, way. Yeah, for good sure. Just cotton. <laughs> Can you pick a more oppressive crop? <laughs> that's true. That would be, that's not that's not uh, appropriate. But maybe if I came up and you were growing some broccoli. You could call the city and they'd be like, hey, dude, I, yeah, can't I, be growing that broccoli. I don't think you can do that. We're going to look into that for the next okay. episode. And maybe there are some people smarter than us who can, who can answer that question for us. I know that that's definitely true. Mm-hmm. So Southern California, Carlsbad, San Diego, trying to find solutions to this. 
is it sustainable? Hashtag sustainable. So hashtag. We should, somebody should have copyrighted that. I know. Um, well, I the more it's a good. You know what? Like, is this going to be the new thing? You ever have that argument in your head where the voices go back and forth, back and forth? Um, yes, I think there has to be some way for us to recycle residential and commercial water close by and deliver it back to residential and commercial um, areas. Um, but it's going to be expensive. It's going to take a lot of electricity. Um, you are going to have to figure out what to do with the, with the filtered, wasted you know, stuff, the soap, the, 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 the debris. I mean, when you grind up the garbage disposal, we're going to have to figure out what to do with that stuff. And right. we, we could compost it. We could make you know, fertilizer out of it. But I, I do think, again, it's going to be an Elon Musk sort of moment where some strange hippie is going to come out of nowhere and say, I've got a great idea, and you're going to see the guy flush a toilet. And it's going to go watch, through. You're going to watch it. And you're going to watch in real time this disgusting process, which, by the way, has been a process we've benefited from since creation. Um, and it's going to go through. It's going to be like one of those like little... Like a little hamster? Yeah, I was just yeah. saying. <laughs> uh, maybe not as fast. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and the guy's going to drink it. He's going to have it tested. And you're going to realize you're drinking quality H2O. Well, I mean, I remember when, you know, you used to be able to go play in the sprinklers. Oh, yeah. And... It was, it was a couple years ago when we had we were coaching, and our cross-country team was in the middle of summer, and it was super hot. And they're like, we're going to go run in the sprinklers. <laughs> and it wasn't until a little bit you know, later that I, real, I, like I, I said, yeah, go ahead. That's fine. And then my head coach was like, no, don't do that. Like, that's not clean water. Right. I didn't realize that that's, what, that's so smart. Mm-hmm. to use that kind of water, the especially water. the gray water, especially mm-hmm. for something like lawn. Yeah. Now, if you, as long as you know. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question for my government-loving sidekick. At what point does the government actually tell you that you need to get rid of your lawn and that you can't have it? And is that an infringement on your rights? I don't think they can ever tell you you can't have it. Really? I don't. You think they will incentivize you yeah. to the max in order to, you look stupid if you keep it yeah. kind of a thing? Because, I mean, the, the one thing Americans don't like being, they don't, we don't like being told what we have to do. Especially old people. And old people love themselves some lawn. Where is your old person line? Uh, well, I'm, you know. It's weird. The line moves, doesn't it, Mark? Because <laughs> I, I also love me a good lawn. I found myself the other day standing out front, watering this little spot that was kind of turning brown, and I'm like, dude, the sun's not even up yet. This right. is weird. Uh, you know, old people love to garden, and I'm not stereotyping. I think old yeah. people, they grew up with it, so they don't want to get rid of it. Did they? Now, yeah, lawns, yeah, gardening. So do you just, from like now on, when you build houses, mm-hmm. you just don't even bring it up, and you just start building all drought-tolerant, front lawns and then you slowly watch remember when um you had to start smogging your car yeah right and then they changed it but there's a couple of just old souls that are driving around in cars uh, that don't any, have to be smogged anymore anything older than 77 oh, 74 something like that yeah. something in the 70s uh so i feel like that's going to be the thing uh-huh and then now you're going to get more value out of your house if you don't have a lawn right. and so you'll be incentivized to tear your lawn out before you actually go to market i can see that now, happening and here's what's crazy but but they're okay with you having lawn in the backyard yes right um now here's the other thing you have to consider um 
how do we get water to naturally go back into the into the water cycle? It either evaporates up into the sky where it's eventually going to rain or snow someplace else, or you allow that water to percolate down through the soil. And if what you've you've been you ever been through like a trailer park and seen all the lava rock? Yeah. Or, or someone that just laid down all yeah. the concrete slab. So good. We can't put down too much hard concrete asphalt because then it blocks the water from recharging. So that a, a concrete jungle is another issue. Oh, yeah. All in itself. And then think about how all of that water in L.A., rain or whatever's happening, and that's just going to run through all the concrete and the asphalt, and it's just going to pick up all those cigarette butts. All the dirt. And all, all the, the All the bacteria. leftover gummies from, yeah. the, from the previous night. And now all that stuff's going to get funneled into a sewer system where all of that yucky is now being concentrated. Which now is going to take more effort to clean. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling you, there is a water version of Elon Musk out there. Um, it might even be him. It might. What if it's us? Or Bijan Musk, his brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> it could happen. Honestly. It could happen. Uh, uh, Mark, I love you. And you're usually hitting 100. You don't like that one? That was bad. Okay. Well, we'll, Bijan? End, we'll end on a bad... I don't know. I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with Elon. We'll end on a bad note. What about Long. Yeah, I guess that'd be okay, okay. too. Uh, but before we go, we have a very, very is, fitting... Is time up? ...wisdom of the week. Time is up. Nobody Water is of the essence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we are going back to the well. Okay, hold no on No pun second. intended. Hold on a second. No pun intended. I get it. Get at the well. Yes. Water. Wisdom. Of the week, 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 week. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. All right. We are going back to Jordan Peterson mm-hmm. um, because it came on my timeline. Perfect. So we're going to go from there. Serendipity. Uh, what's the price you pay for a high standard of living? Well, that's easy. You virtually always sacrifice the present for the future. He is so good. And I don't think he was talking about water. It would matter. But isn't it true? Absolutely. And for those people who know who Jordan Peterson is, some people love him, some people hate him. But when you listen to what he has to say, he is almost always spot on. And and that's not even like political. Like I don't no. even I don't even care. No. It it that is absolutely what's happening. Yeah. Which is so great. So I thought that was fun that that came across. Yeah, me too. Well, time to wrap it up. I guess so. Maybe man. grab a glass of water. <laughs> One for the road. Toast this thing off, right? All right, man. I will see you next week. Next week. See you guys. <laughs>